top-down perspective. First one of the year, not counting game of the year, and the one before game of the year. Third one of the year. <laughs> I think actually our our two or three year mark is coming up really quick here. Yeah, should be. Yeah, I was thinking back on that. It was 2010 January, right? Yeah, like end of January. So I think couple. So I get this would be was a second year anniversary coming up. Third, isn't it? Didn't we just well, say we're that? going this, into this the would third. be the mark of celebrating the second year anniversary, but it would be our third year. Like, we're oh, okay. starting our third year. So the third year begins then. Yes, exactly. Okay, I gotcha. Very cool. But that's not for a couple weeks. I think it's, I think it's like, really end of January. Like 30th or something? Yeah, like 29th. Uh, springs to mind, or 28th. Okay. So we throw in a giant party? Yes. Yep. No. Everyone's invited. <laughs> Everyone listening to this can Even come to a party. John, what's your address? Oh, <laughs> Uh, that's a problem, isn't it? Oh, wait. No, Sean, you're still out of town. So I was saying we could do that Mario U play playthrough or whatever, but we can't even do that. Yeah. Remember that? We talked about it. Oh, the Mario playthrough, yeah. Yeah. Mario Brothers Wii U. Definitely will need him to be actually here for that. Actually present, because it doesn't have online, which we talked about. But, okay. Wait, Sean, isn't... Yeah, Sean totally just got disconnected while you were talking about that. I'm here. Oh, okay. I was wondering what happened, because aren't you hosting this week's episode? I am. Sean Booker's hosting on the 17th of January, and I'm joined by John Wheeler. Yo. And Nathan Rohr. Hi. And hopefully I don't keep getting dropped. I don't know what's going on. Uh, John, why don't you tell me what you've been playing? Ah, uh, the hot, hot new title everyone's talking about. Wake Up Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. I can't. Believe, yeah, they are. Can't believe you roped me into this. No, it's the bet. It's free. Everyone who has a Vita should be downloading and playing. W- sleeping Wake Up Club. <laughs> sleeping Club. Sleeping Club. Sleep. Pretty much. Okay. Did you actually get the features to work right after? I did. You, you, the thing that you said, uh, different kind of alarms. That was the problem. Okay. And it was a problem because I remember when the screen came up. And the icons were just so big to pick from, it almost looked more like an ad as opposed to two buttons. Yeah, no, I can understand that. Cause one so I kind of was gray. like tapping them, and, and then it was just like, I don't really know what's going on. Oh, it moved ahead. Cool. Standard alarm? I guess that's what I want, right? Standard sounds good. No, you want the Wake Up Club alarm. Uh, Wake Up Club is a, is a weird game, so I've only played yeah. it once, I should say. I've used it three times. Once was a test, and then the past two mornings. Okay, I've done... I had my... Failed morning, and then I had this morning. Uh, have you found and you've actually had people in your wake-up club? I don't know if they're real people or fake uh, username people. Here's how you tell. If you see an actual icon, they're real. If you just see, like, their generic smiley faces, it's fake. So if you see, like, a like an Ezio head or Cole or... But it can be anyone. It doesn't have to be friends? Yes. Is there anyone who has also got an alarm set in that time frame or at that specific time? Okay, so... Okay. So yeah, I think I've, I think how many? Did, okay, so I played this morning and I only had to tap one person. I think. Yeah. Uh, you always have to tap the fake people. You do have to tap the fake people. Like yeah. every everything I that, see on there, I have to tap. Essentially, if they've got the cloud around them, that means they're still asleep. So I've always done that to the the fake AIs, and it seems to end it. But I've tried. Okay. I've cheered on some actual people too. But 
it has. And th- does does that send like an alarm to them to like, hey, you should be waking up because your alarm already went off? Yeah, like they send a message and then it starts messing with their screen. Okay. What time do you wake up? Uh, mine's very sporadic, so. Because I have one set for like four days of the week, and then. My mine shuffles a bit depending on how tired I am and when I have to do work. So I'm like seven thirty every morning. Uh, eight thirty ish. Eight thirty ish. Okay. It's a weird game. I I think I have like three trophies in it though, so I guess that's cool. Yeah. But there's I... one for play, waking up every day for a year. That which is insane. They're expecting you to use this for a year. And well, remember... it's an alarm clock. I use I know, an alarm clock every day, it. so. I, my phone is my alarm clock, not my Vita. I do. I have my phone set three minutes after in case my Vita doesn't work. Yeah, no, I, I did the same thing. Here's the problem I've been having so far. I, I use it, I wake up in like 10 seconds or less, and then I just go back to sleep. I don't have that problem with alarms. I do. I'm a light okay. sleeper. Well, if, if you're a light sleeper, you shouldn't be going back to sleep. I'm also a tired sleeper. Exactly. <laughs> oh, okay, one of those. I get yeah, it. I know, weird, huh? All right. Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know what Wake Up Club is, it's an alarm that when you wake up, you get to play a little game, and that's fun? What sort of, kind of game, know. though? Is it it's, supposed it's to kind like, of jumpstart, like, brain challenge or something? No, or? it's more like, tap this moving image on the screen, that's how you know you're awake. That's basically it, yeah. Oh, okay. And I think, I think if people have to shout at you or something, it makes it harder for you. Yeah, no, if people start, like, cheering you on, it starts, like, giving you more and more work to try to get your alarm turned off. Right. Huh. So, like, the notion is you need to engage in this activity right away, so you're woken up by the end of it. Yeah. Because it made you do stuff. Well, yeah, so everyone sets their alarm for 7.30. The person gets up first wants to start messing with other people, because if they sleep for a little bit longer than 7.30, it's going to be harder for them to win their game. Yeah, it tracks, okay. it tracks who who is the first person to do it and everything too. Like you, you get a, I think a trophy for being the first person thirty times in your club. How do they account for different time zones and stuff like that? Or they don't. It just... It's just like whoever set for this specific time on this specific day. Oh, okay. So find regional friends. Then. I, I assume it's like all over the world. So like in seven thirty our time would be like six thirty in California. Mm-hmm. Like that. Right. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure if you had to like get wake up club friends, or if you could just get friends uh through like your your PlayStation friends, but none of those showed up. So I think it's just other people sleeping hmm. at the same time. Did you okay? Wait, is is there multiple skins for the alarm clock just built into it, or do you have to buy skins? Multiple skins in the alarm clock. So Tokyo Jungle's in there. Yes, there's two, uh, analog and digital. That's pretty awesome. So which Tokyo Jungle one did you guys choose? Neither. I'm just using what? the generic digital one. What? Alright. What other game themed ones are there though? Uh Journey. I think there's like three Journey ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're making me remember all this. There's Gravity Rush. Yep. It's it's mostly Vita and PSN related. I think there's d- downloadable content for like twenty five cents and you can get Is more. Is there games. like PlayStation All Stars stuff? Not that I saw. Okay. Hmm. PlayStation Vita. Frobisher says, is there a Frobisher says alarm clock? No. Okay. That didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. John, I guess continue. We're just going to go on without so, my bad. Our my, friend. I totally messed up my headset there too while that was happening. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Uh, well, besides I that, unless you have more thoughts on Wake Up Club, I don't have a Vita, so this is just it's free. A so I mean, it's worth for a me. try at least, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess it sounds like a sort of neat app kind of idea for for your portable thing, but yeah. So that you wait, you said there was trophies. Is that yep. what the use it every day awards you or? Pretty much, yeah. Here, let me, since I've got my Vita right in front of me, and I'm pretty sure I also have Wake Up Club loaded. Mm-hmm. I will tell you some of the ridiculous. I mean, some of them are absolutely insane. Loading it up. Uh, we're just taking a look at the trophies, Sean. Yeah. Right. That was fast restart. Yeah, my computer's pretty fast. Nice. So, Is this trophies for Wake Up Club? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's. They're not pretty ridiculous. Well, you gotta keep using the same thing for a year straight. That's, uh, this that's is, a this is one I'm not quite sure about. First time everyone woke up together. I'm assuming that's, that's like everyone is playing the game at once. Like you can't heckle each other too much. Like they're all awake playing at the same time. I think that just means literally everyone at the same time wakes up or something like that. So it's like, hey guys, tomorrow 8.30? Agreed? Agreed? No, I don't think it's everyone. I think it's everyone in your group. So everyone you see on the screen like yeah. in your time slot. Yeah. What kind of snooze functionality does this have? None. Can you? None. Uh, oh. Okay. You get up and then you stay up. Hmm. Uh, Wake Up Club has successfully woken up third times in a row. Successfully woken up a total of 200 times. Uh, Wake, up has, Wake Up Club has been successful 365 times. Not necessarily uh, one day, but... Is Sony going under maintenance for you as well? Hmm? Uh, well, I'm reading my... Trophy list currently. Because so. every time I do anything internet with my Vita right now, Sony Entertainment Network is currently undergoing maintenance. Never had that problem. Oh, it's been that's really weird. Cheered two thousand times. Joined the Wake Up Club more than three hundred and sixty-five times. Took first place in the Wake Up Club thirty times. Uh, woke up using the alarm clock for the first time. Everyone in the Wake Up Club woke up on time. Wake up better than three seconds. Well, so what? What? How do you? What do you normally wake up with so far? Uh, my average is ten. I think my best time has been seven. Because I, I, I don't know. If, I didn't really do you know have this doing. problem or not? Where the alarm goes off and then it says timer has ended. Do you want to start Wake Up Club? Yeah, I've had that. I don't understand what's up with that. That's literally two menus I have to go through. That defeats the purpose. It's definitely weird. That's for sure. Uh, is there multiple games or just the one? Just the one, as far as I can tell. Huh. Sent a friend request via Wake Up Club for the first time. That one I still haven't figured out. And viewed the profiles of more than 11 Wake Up Club members. I'm assuming maybe when you see the people you did, you can maybe hit their name and it'll show you their profile or something? I, I, I guess. Don't I don't know. But yeah. Anyway, I, it's a weird thing, and I'm, I'm glad it exists. It, it would be cool if it was on like my phone so that more people would be playing it with me. I can't believe mm-hmm. we got it over here. That's what weirds me out. It seemed like a thing we were not going to get. I'm, I'm sure Sony's just like, get anything out that we can. I guess. Although, to be fair, I spent a lot of time playing my Vita this week. So did I. I uh, played on top of this. Earth Defense Force 2017 Portable. How How is that? I've only that played is. one of those. Which one did you play? The 360 one. The first one that came here, I guess. Earth Defense Giant For- Ants. Yeah, Earth Defense Force 2017. It's, yeah. it's the Vita version of that. Okay. It's it's as awesome as I remember EDF being. So kind of bad. Yeah, but but like the good bad. <laughs> it's the cheesy bad. That's why I love EDF. Right. Because it's got horrible voice acting, but it's like a B movie bad. Uh, 
you get ridiculous guns and you have to shoot like gigantic ants and spiders and spaceships and robots and you just you can blow up buildings with like one well placed rocket launcher and just completely level the city and you'll still beat missions. It's it's great. I love it. Wasn't there something kind of funky about the controls on the 361? Like, uh, is the, this pretty conventional control scheme? Conven- yeah, pretty conventional. Uh, the it might be the dodging you're thinking of, because jump and dodge are the same buttons, but dodging only works if you're holding like a side direction. Like you can't okay. you can't dodge forward or backwards, but you can dodge diagonal down right or to the left. Hmm. So I forget what the the quirk was. I haven't played it in a while, but. Does it still kind of demand you to just play it over and over again? Yeah, uh, which is, that's the one bad thing about EDF is that it's kind of a grind fest if you want to get all the weapons. But all the, the they've changed the achievement list up. It's a lot okay. easier that I've seen so far. I've already gotten like a couple of achievements, but a bunch of them are also still invisible. Because if I recall the 360 achievements, it was like six of them, and yep. they were each beat it, like beat the whole game on this difficulty, beat the whole game on this dif- difficulty. And I think the last one might have been You've beaten it on all of them, or yeah, no? There's... There was a diff- there was an achievement for all five difficulties, and there was one for getting every weapon in the game. Oh, and I think there's like two hundred or three hundred weapons. <sighs> all right, so awesome, but whatever. Like, does it do co-op kind of stuff pretty easily? Yeah, or... it does local and online. Supposedly, I heard something about like sixteen players co-op or something insane like that. Oh, that is actually kind of cool. I didn't know they did that, but okay. So giant ants. They're going the after people. Are they what? Like, are they controlled by aliens, or are they just malicious ants on their own that have come to Earth to kill us? Malicious ants on um, coming to kill us. So it's like Starship Troopers, or something, but yeah, on our planet. Pretty okay. much, it is like a B movie. I'm gonna keep saying B movie constantly. So okay, awesome. I know, I love it. Uh, I have also been playing DJ Max Technica Tune. What is this? Uh, okay, let's see here if you can... Is this Vita again? Yes. Okay. Have you... Do you remember the arcade across from PAX? Yes. Yep. Upstairs there was this weird, huge arcade machine that had like a pad you stood on and a touchscreen in front of it. Oh, wait. Is this kind of like... Sort of like Elite Beat Agents, but giant arcade cabinet? Yes. Okay. I've heard about this, but... Not I haven't played it firsthand. I didn't spend much time in the game world. I don't know if this time. is at all. Okay, well, okay. yeah, it's a it's a popular arcade machine, but yeah, I've I've played that or blah, blah, blah. I played that arcade machine, and this is a portable version of that. Okay, so how does that it translate? Is Elite Beat Agents? I don't know if I go that. Far. There's there's two halves to the screen, and like uh, a meter is going back and forth the whole time, showing you like what the, t- the rhythm is back on the song, and you have to like press the button in time with the the line. Or you have to like slide along with the line, stuff like that. Depends on what the button is. There's like six or seven button types. How does this relate to an arcade machine? Because it's a port of that arcade machine. Like, okay, so if you're okay, are you dancing on this arcade machine? No, the the pad that you stand on is actually just to give you the rhythm. Like, it is it like a subwoofer, or it's hooked up to a subwoofer, so it like it gives you the beat to go along with your feet. And the touchscreen you mentioned is you sliding your hand on these buttons. Yep. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's it's really fun. It's like a lot of Korean K-pop music. But Are these downloadable, or did you get the retail discs? Uh, I could not find a physical discs, copy of cartridges. it. So both games, EDF and DJ Max, I've downloaded. Okay. 
How much were those? Uh, 35 and 40, respectively, I believe. Okay. Digital games are awesome, eh? Kind of. I don't know. I still like physical, but it is a lot more convenient to have the digital. Yeah. Nice. I think uh, EDF was like 800 megabytes, and Technica was 3.1 gigabytes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not even quite sure how much space I have left on there. Yeah, I know. I don't have much after downloading all those PlayStation Plus games. John, do you have Plus? No. Okay. I really should do that, though. It's pretty good, yeah. I can. Have- all right, now let's talk about the real big release of this week. Okay. I have been playing DMC, Devil May Cry. Nice. Is it terrible that he doesn't have white hair? No, I've got... I, I got over that. Okay. Is he I just, angrier and cursier than he used to oh, be? Oh, he is. Well, Dante never swore. I haven't yeah. been following the the community, but is is the issue really that he doesn't have white hair? For some people, it is. Uh, well, it's more the fact that like the whole redesign, the unnecessary redesign. But is he just character like or the whole game? Like, he's still like a punk. This is he's a re- this is a reboot though. This is literally labeled as a reboot. Right, mm-hmm. so are they just upset, like, from, like, a story perspective or something? Uh, there's a couple different things. It depends on who you talk to. Some people are upset about the redesign. Uh, some people... Of the character? Yeah. Or of the whole thing? Of the whole thing, because everyone in the... Like, there are three right. recurring characters from previous Devil May Cry games that are in this game, and they're all completely different. Who's the third? I know Virgil. Virgil, Dante, and Mundus. Mundus is the final boss of the first game. He's also, as far as I can tell, going to be the final boss of this game. Okay, okay. I didn't finish the first game. I did play a lot of three, though. I love three. Hmm. Uh, yeah, they they redid his origin story a tiny bit. Uh, instead of his mom being human, she's an angel. Okay. Uh, so now your playstyle has angel weapons and devil weapons, and then your normal sword. So you can flip mid combat into these weapon styles. Okay, I'll ask this: Did either of you play Heavenly Sword? No. Yes. I do own it. Nathan, you remember in Heavenly Sword how you'd hold like a trigger button and then your weapon style would change? I mainly remember throwing hats and then guiding them with the six Why axes. is that what everyone remembers about Heavenly Sword? Into gongs. And then Andy Circus was there and he was really angry. Um I yeah, and I was sliding down a big chain or something or a rope. Yeah, that's that's all that's all totally in that game. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. Yeah, the the gameplay the gameplay style really reminds me of Heavenly Sword, minus that twang twang bullshit. Okay. I played Enslaved, too, but I just remember that was more... It seemed a lot narrower in terms of what you could do. Yeah, Enslaved is great! Stuff. It is, but it, it's not. It's a much more kind of hand-holdy experience than Devil May Cry typically What's that is. Main, is that main guy's name just Monkey? Yes. Yes. Alright. So good. But, okay. So, the the combat has been... It's very Ninja Theory, I guess. But it also still kinda... feels very Devil May Cry-ish, so... If you are a fan of the previous games, it will feel at home to you. Um, a little weird, though, when you're trying to flip weapons on the fly. Because mm-hmm. I find sometimes I, I instinctively try to hit the evade button, and I hit, like, the weapon change instead, because I'm trying to do, like, Ninja Gaiden blocking. That That's my own fault, because in Ninja Gaiden, block is, like, one of the trigger buttons. Here, it's... Okay, so it's not a problem with the game. Yeah, no. Yeah, here it's... Yeah, and you can switch it to the triggers if you want. I tried doing that, but I found it was messing me up more and more. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I like the fact you can change weapons on the fly like that. They've they've only done that once or twice in the series, and not quite to the extent they have here. Where like if you start a combo with one weapon 
and you switch to the second one, and if it's a, you can use like the timing on that first one to continue a different combo. I might be explaining this wrong, but like, there's let's say there's two standard combos for the sword, just yeah. slash 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 or slash slash wait slash slash slash. Okay. Each weapon has a setup like that. So if you start doing the setup for the second one and then flip to another weapon, it'll continue the rest of that combo with that weapon. With the weapon's second combo? Yeah. Okay, so the the hold will stay. Yeah, the hold will carry over to the second weapon, which for, like, the power weapons, which are super slow, it's very convenient. Right, because you just do the combo with something fast and then just finish it with a hard one? Exactly. That's, That's cool. Uh, there's also the the grappling, so you can grapple you can grapple towards someone or grapple someone near you for combos. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I played the demo at PAX. I remember. Yeah, it's really freeform. Uh, but there are a lot of things that like hardcore DMC fans have been complaining about. Uh, first yes, off, yes, he doesn't have white hair anymore. I understand. Not even they even make a joke about that in the game. Oh, okay. And even then, he still has white hair when he double triggers. What what is? Oh, that's is that when he goes like super demon? Yeah. Right. Okay. It's been a while since I played Devil May Cry. Fair enough. Um, the other thing is, or what was I going to say? Is Lady in it? Because Devil May Cry Three is the best. No, okay. there, there is a girl in it, but so far it's not shown that she's any of the previous characters. She seems to be her own original character. Cool. Uh, one of the things that a lot of people are upset about is that the game is a lot easier. It's a lot easier to get like S ranks. So but just the way the a combo whole bunch system. Of unlockable difficulties. Yeah, but they're the exact same as previous Devil May Crys. Oh, so you can't get to a harder difficulty? Uh, when you start the game, it gives you the options of easy, normal, and hard, which are called, I think, easy, normal, and then Nephilim or something like that. They might, I think okay. they might have different names, but... And you went with the hardest one, right? Yeah, it, it literally says in the game, if you've played Devil May Cry before, pick this difficulty. Okay. Uh, then there are two more difficulties above that, Son of Sparta and then Dante oh. Must Die. Okay. And then there are two extra difficulties, which... Uh, one's called Heaven and Hell, which mm-hmm. means everyone dies in one hit, yourself included. Does that, does that count for bosses as well? Yes. Okay. Now, I was also wondering, does that count from, like, one bullet? Yes. Okay. You can literally shoot everyone to death. Cool. And it, this is this, this was in 4 as well, and I believe 3. Uh, I, don't, I, remember, I don't know about 3. Yeah, I remember in 4 when I used to do it, it was fun, but you would have, like, really crappy rankings at the end of the stage... Unless you use your swords to try to combo. Right. Uh, then it also comes with Hell and Hell mode, which is you die in one hit, everyone else is on the second highest difficulty. Cool. That sounds terrible. That's, so that sounds hard. That sounds like a difficulty spike. What's wrong? Uh, I don't know. It still is not that challenging so far. I found any time I've died has been my own fault for the most part. But you're not on the super hard difficulties yet. True, but I also don't think it's going to be... I don't know. I have personally I am enjoying the game. I will state that right now. I am enjoying cool. the game and I am a big fan of Devil May Cry. But um I can see why people would be bitching and complaining about it. I am uh, thinking back to my E three experience, like you said the combos are kinda I, I got the feeling the combos were very generous to the player. Like there's a lot of time you can kind of wait between hits and it'll keep going. Is uh, that true? I, I think they tightened it up a little bit compared to the demo. Okay, maybe they were just trying to make a good impression or something. Because yeah. yeah, I was like, for the, I'm uh, at like double S, and I'm not even good at these. So. Yeah, for the uh, the the double the timing ones, like your sword mm. will flash, and you'll hear a noise when it tells you like, hey, if you hit it now, you're gonna do a different combo. Okay. So like they're they're very obvious with what you're doing, which I like. Um, the upgrade system is pretty good. 
it's a doing some cool ninja theory uh like cutscenes and yeah, yeah uh, voice acting or well more like the performance capture stuff. It's definitely better acted than the other Devil May Cries. I'll give it that. Uh, Dante's characters might be a bit insufferable to some people because he does swear a lot more. He's a lot more punkish. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I I'm I'm slowly growing to it. I still don't think the reboot was necessary, but I'm I am trying to separate this game from the previous Devil May Cry so I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the point of the name. What? Like, like, like DMC? DMC, Devil May Cry? Like, what's, I, I, I think they just did it like that just to show that it's a different game. Then why not just call it DMC? Because then no one knows DMC. what DMC... Yeah, no one knows what yeah. DMC means, but they know what Devil May Cry means. It's, well, okay, I don't get it. it Alright. It's a, it's a it's silly thing. Cool. Also, theoretically, if... If the reception on this game was bad and Capcom wanted to go back to the old style of Dante and Devil May Cry, then they could just remove that DMC and then they'd be okay. That was just a side story. Or they could have just, if they called this one DMC and they needed to go back, they'd just go back to Devil May Cry and say that was not even Devil May Cry, see? I think they, so... even, they even stated during like E3, like because of the negative reception, they were like, okay guys, it like you could say this is like a side story. This is a reboot side story thing. Okay. Okay, but am I I guess I wasn't alone in not enjoying four. Like, did it not sell very well? Is that kind of why this happened? I wasn't into four. Four went greatest hits. I'm pretty sure, at least for three. Yeah, I think it did. I think it did for both really? systems. Okay. Just... I, it, it probably did sell less than the rest of the games, but I don't know. Like, well, like you have to kind of think like, why would they basically shut down the old franchise and go with the reboot? Like, there must have been some reason, keep, right? Keep in mind also, like they uh, they changed a lot of things in 4. Like, Dante and it's wasn't... a new developer, right? Well, yeah. Like, it's a Western developer. That's kind of the big for, controversy. For this one, yeah. But, uh, I'm with, just looking at with... the last one was 4 years ago. Yeah, 4 was... Uh, they changed a lot because they had a different main character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was completely different than Dante. Like, he was... A lot of people found him way too whiny. But, but he had white hair. Yeah, that is true. And clearly that's why people loved it. I don't know, I'm fine with reboots. They had four of those other ones, like... But the series is barely ten years old. It started in, like... Well, it's, yeah, it's like 11 or 12 years old now at this point. So 2.6 million copies is what I'm seeing for four. That's pretty good. I guess so, yeah. Um, I don't know, they rebooted Prince of Persia, and I love that game. But it also... It, and then they also went now. back to the original one. Yeah, they did. And I enjoyed that one, too. <laughs> And then they just kind of stopped making them at all. So yeah, well, there were some screenshots put out like a few months ago where people were like, "I think this is going to be another reboot of Prince of Persia." So there might be something going on. Hmm. But okay, so generally, like, I just looking at it, like, I just don't think I'd like it. But that doesn't mean anything. But okay, wait, how does this compare to Bayonetta, the last kind of big Japanese action game like this? Ooh, ah. I liked Bayonetta more. And, okay, but, is it just the characters and, like, the sense of goofiness, or what is it? I felt, there, I felt it. there was more to the combat system in Bayonetta. Okay. Like, it felt like there were more combos, and there was, like, more crazy situations. I will admit, I really enjoy, like, the limbo stuff they do in this game, like, how much they switch around the stages. Like, you're like, okay, I just gotta walk down this hallway. Suddenly the hallway stretches, like, way off into the distance, and then it keeps breaking apart, and you have to keep platforming a bunch. Uh, cool. the Yeah, the focus primarily is not entirely just 
fighting in this game. There's a, like a bit of platforming to it too. How is yeah, that stuff? Is it surprisingly is it pretty... better than I was expecting? I did not think that the controls were going to be the greatest for this kind of game for the platforming, but what the, it does work. Okay. There are some. Uh, I have some gripes with it. Like you, there are these grapple points that you can hook onto with your weapon, but they have to be on screen for it. Like you could be standing right below it, but if it's not on your camera, you won't grapple it. Hmm. That and, is a little weird. Yeah, trying to get some secrets like that has uh, not gone well as a result. Is there any motorcycle stuff? No, but to be fair, there was never. That was Bayonetta. Well, but he has one, right? There's no. cutscenes with it. In three? In three. That was Lady's motorcycle. Oh. Yeah, John's right. Driving up a thing or whatever? Yeah. Like yeah, up a that building? Lady. That was Lady. Okay. Like Dante took it at some point and used it in some cutscenes, but it is primarily Lady's motorcycle. Okay, so it's not his own. I apologize. I just Dante that. seems like he would own a motorcycle, don't worry. Okay. Does he eat pizza bad. at some point? That I remember. Uh pizza shows that. up in the like the opening cutscene. Okay, good. All right. So he does not eat canon. it, but it is presumably has been eaten because it looks like an empty box or almost empty. Okay. I played through Devil May Cry three as both Dante and Virgil. I liked that game so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Vir- special edition, to be fair. Yeah. the The Virgil DLC is not out yet. It's not out till February, apparently. Oh, that you can play as Virgil in this one too. In the DLC. Yeah. Okay. But one, cool. like I said, not out yet. So you had to wait for that, and you had to pre-order it, presumably. But it was weird. Like, I had to type in a code on Capcom's website and give them my email address. And they're like, okay, cool. We'll email you when it's out. They did that. That Darksiders was like that. They did that with uh, Marvel's Capcom 3 as well. But I think you got okay. the characters right away. I forget. All right. Is that all you played? Yep. Nathan, what did you play this week? Um, I guess I'm going a bit before just because we were doing the... Game of the Year stuff, like, I, I played a couple iOS games I just wanted to mention, like, Hundreds, sure. which everyone was kind of up on, the follow-up to Cannibal, I guess, from those guys, right? Cool, yeah, I've been hearing a lot. Uh, how much, you got it on the iPhone, obviously? I got it on the much- iPhone, which I guess is the verdict, don't play it there, because it's too small, and I'm around stage 40 or something, and yeah, it's getting really annoying. Like, it's just frustrating now. How not- much was it on the iPhone, because I know it's five bucks on the iPad. I uh, I think it was still the launch sale, but it was two ninety nine okay. when I purchased it. Um, yeah, I, I it has a nice sense of style and everything, and like the the gameplay, like the puzzle type thing, it, it's kind of neat. Like, have you have you seen it? Like, you're basically filling up bubbles until the total number is a hundred. But there's also I've of seen obstacles. the trailer. I have no idea what's going on. Okay, it explains itself pretty well, so you know probably probably best to do that instead of my weird description of it but it's it's a neat use of touchscreen stuff and managing that space or whatever but yeah uh the obstacles and having to not like uh, you're obstructing the screen and you have to kind of see how everything relates to each other lest they bump into each other is kind of the thing and with a small screen like that on the iphone it's not the best but whatever um then i played karatika the uh remake of that old game, Karatika, where you are trying to rescue this princess from this warlord guy. Um, and that game is maybe half an hour long, but I still enjoyed it. And the original even though I'm shorter, if you can believe it. Yeah. I guess it's all kind of depends how well you do, right? Yeah. This one's probably a little more forgiving because you have like three attempts pretty much because you have three different characters. 
Um, yeah, I believe once your main character died in the original, you were you had to start everything over. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you're trying to rescue this princess. You start as her true love. If that guy fails, you play as a monk. If that guy fails, you play as this big brute guy. Um. I ended up finishing the game as the big brute guy. So, I don't know. I don't think I really finished, like, beat the game. But yeah. If I was to compare it to anything, maybe, like sort of like an Infinity Blade type thing in terms of just, like, you're tapping and swiping and trying to fight dudes, but it's, again, 20 minutes long. But I guess, really, playing through a whole story in Infinity Blade to the point where you die and then start over is similarly long, so that might actually be a decent comparison. And you are supposed to play this again and again to get better at it and finish it properly with the first guy, but whatever. Um... Then I played Sleeping Dogs. I don't like it. All right, it. what'd you play it on? Uh, PlayStation 3. Even though you got your Xbox back? Yeah, I, I had already owned it before. I oh, played okay. a little bit of it before. I don't know if I'm just not in the mood for open-world crime games of that nature ever again, but I just don't like it. It's just the structure of it, the cutscenes, everything. It's just like, I don't like what's happening. And I actually, if I'm to like point out one specific problem I have with it, it's just the core story conceit that you are a police officer, and yet the game doesn't really punish you at all for doing crazy open world shit. So you're just like, I just drove over twelve people. Yeah, it costs aren't like you undercover? Bucks. Yeah, but I'm still doing horrible things. Like the like, I know it's not a true crime game anymore, but those games at least had more cop mechanics in them. So this just seems kind of. I don't know, So th- such a thin justification for doing really weird stuff. Like, stuff I wouldn't do normally if I was a cop. And I'm not even trying to do, it's just the controls, like, I'm just like, crap, I accidentally drove over that dude. Oh well. And the game doesn't care. Like, that kind of stuff just really got under my skin almost immediately. And like, just the combat everyone's making a big deal of, but as we've, as we've said, you know, borrow from the best, it's basically Arkham. But it's just not, I don't know. That's not enough of a thing for me to get excited about. Like it, it's a it's a bad Hong Kong action movie in video game form. So if that's what you want, okay. Wait, but this I, is like, that's what a lot of people want. This is what S- game again? Sleeping Dogs. Oh, okay. Like just the script and the dialogue and everything is like at that level. If 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 that, and I don't know. I just wanted more from it. I'm not. I'm not sure. But, yeah, it's like the same kind of, like, immediate I don't understand why people are having fun thing I had with, like, Saints Row the Third. Like, I just don't like open-world crime. It's it's really not. But, okay. Fair enough. Actually, no. Whatever. Sleeping Dogs. It's not for Nathan, so that might not mean much to you. But uh, then I tried playing The Real Texas, and it crashed on me. But... It seemed kind of neat. This This is the PS1 game? No, this is a PC game by local Calgary developer Calvin French. Um, It is basically a weird, surreal Legend of Zelda 1 type game where you play as a dude who wants to be a cowboy. And you you go to England, but then pretty quickly fall into this weird portal and end up in this strange other place that is sort of Texas, but not. Um, and then I got a gun, was shooting some stuff, getting money, and... Sorry, wait, what was this game called again? Uh, The Real Texas. Oh, no, I've seen Giant Bomb cover this. That's why it sounded familiar. Yeah, there, there's a quick look of it. Um, th- there's sort of, like, some text adventure elements in it, too. Like, you can interact with a lot of stuff. Like, we, we talked to Calvin French as part of the Indie Talks thing, 
And he basically said, like, he wanted the world to be as interactive as he could possibly make it. So you can kind of just walk up to anything and do stuff with it. So I licked, uh, like, cash register. And it's just like, bleh. Like, that kind of doofy adventure game comedy is kind of in there, too. Um, Great. Yeah. But what what is yeah. the core gameplay of this? Uh, kind of Legend of Zelda one. So like you're going from screen to screen, uh, looking for different items and like getting money and fighting enemies. And I guess there might be dungeons or something, but I'm not really sure. I didn't get far enough to figure that out because it happened twice, to, like with a different game too. Like I don't know if it's just my computer or what, but yeah, it, it crashed on me. So okay. I'm not sure if I lost all my progress or not, but at least I know what to do now. But yeah, adventure game elements with Legend of Zelda in a weird Western kind of setting. Uh, very simple kind of 3D look to it, so I'm not sure if like that's going to appeal to everyone, but it, it's it's okay. It's, it's, it's charming enough, and the music's kind of goofy. So, yeah. Um, then I played a little bit of I Am Alive, which also crashed on me. <laughs> um, like the Summer of Arcade game? Uh... I don't think it was in Summer of Arcade, but it's Xbox Live Arcade, yeah. It's, I think uh, the, it was in Summer of Arcade. Which game? I'm, I'm pretty sure it came, live? it came out in, like, March or something. No, okay. no. Oh, wait, no, no, sorry. I Am Alive was totally in, like, one of those block parties but in, like, March, like you said. There was, okay. like, a promotional thing for it around. There was, yeah, around there, I remember there, they did one where, like, every game in it sucked but one. And what was the one everyone liked? Because a lot of people didn't like this game. Uh, wasn't that the same year that Torchlight came out? Oh, maybe it was that bundle of stuff. Yeah, that's that's conceivable. I'm not 100% sure. Um, I'd already played this at a friend's house on Xbox Live Arcade, so I'd already seen all the stuff I saw this time, but I don't know. I, just, I think it's just like that post-apocalyptic Last of Us, but that's not out yet kind of stuff. I just wanted to take a look at it. Um... I guess the thing that game does best is the tense standoffs between people. Like, you don't have to fight them. Right. You can kind of yell at them and back away or put down your gun. Well, it's kind of like a puzzle on how you approach a group of people, right? Like, yeah. Like, it's just like, is this person actually aggressively hostile, or are they just kind of defensive? And it's pretty easy to suss that out, but at the same time, it's, it's just kind of a neat conceit, I guess. And some of the platforming I like, like, climbing over this bridge, like, this wrecked bridge, isn't isn't bad. It's kind of just, you know, post-apocalyptic eco kind of stuff at that point. And, yeah, I, I'll probably try to keep playing that, get past the point where I got before, just to see if it gets even more interesting, but I, I generally, I'm generally okay with that game. Uh, that was it, really, though. I'm, I'm, I'm once again in that mode of looking for something big to really get into, and a lot of the stuff I'm trying out just isn't scratching me the itch quite right so we'll see we'll see my turn yeah all right uh most of the stuff i kind of mentioned on the game of the year cast mm-hmm. i'll just kind of run through it 30 flights 11 don't really care for it but why much. um i don't know like i just I... didn't really like i wasn't really interested in the story in any way mm-hmm. i don't know if that was because it's super short or you know, it might also be from those, like, quick cuts where it just, I was almost confused. Okay. Like, like, I, like there was no, like, string of narrative going long enough that I could, like, follow what's happening, really. 
Okay, um, I kind of like that it left so many blanks for you to fill in, but... Yeah. Like, I found going back again with the commentary and him, like, reading things to me is I was enjoying that more. Okay. Because I was like, oh, okay, so that's why she's sitting out there with the oranges. That's... Okay, now I get it. Mm-hmm. So... I'd, I'd maybe still recommend trying Gravity Bone, because that had a better ending. Like, I got more out of that one. It's very similar, though. Like, that right, kind it's of... it's before this one, right? It's before that one, and it's also free. So... Oh, okay. It's just maybe out there. That. Uh, the next was Forza Horizon, which, yeah, that was on my game of the year list. I really like that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I will say again, that final race is just terrible. It's the... Is banding, or...? Yeah, and there's no rubber banding in the rest of the game that much, and then last race, they just... And it's the longest race ever, and there's so much rubber banding. Like, you basically have to drive around the entire map. And, yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, I can talk a bit more about Gravity Rush, because I finished it this week. Okay, so was what I said about the ending half being kind of weak true? I wouldn't say ending half is kind of weak. I would say the last, like, 30 minutes, last two chapters are terrible. Okay. For one, because it starts to get really, really combat-heavy. Um, and that's a very weird uh, controlling game, so it doesn't work a, that a lot. Um, especially if you're really making me fight bosses over and over again. It's not great. But what I really, what really annoyed me was the story. And I kind of... This made me think of Ghost Trick. And remember how Ghost Trick answered, like, everything. Every single thing. It even brought back questions that you forgot had been asked, and it answered them? Mm-hmm. Uh, Gravity Rush makes a note to not answer literally everything it can think of. Wait, there's a story? I, what kind of game is this? Gravity it's It's like an open world, um... It's open world, but you can kind of fly around. So there's a okay. bit of a platforming element, but it's not like timing your jumps. It's more just, I don't know. It's it, pr- most of the gameplay ends up being a lot of combat, and you you know you you kind of flo- fly yourself up, and then you like launch a gravity kick into someone. But it is an open world game, which that's probably the best part is just kind of flying around these the areas that look great. The look of the game is so nice, and just okay. finding like upgradable orbs and whatnot, and making and that part's really cool, but. Uh, yeah, it is kind of a weird genre. Uh, the most of it, like, like it's an a- an action adventure game, primarily with in an open world setting. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a story, but they don't answer it at all, at all. And they ask you, they bring up so many questions, and they even remind you, "Hey, remember this question that we hinted at? Well, we're still not going to tell you." Credits. <laughs> and, okay. it, and they don't even leave a hook to be like. Gravity Rush 2 will answer it. They don't even have, like, a thing like, woo, something's still going on. They literally be like, hey, do you remember this? This is still a question. Credits the end. Hmm. That's pretty weak. Like, it's it's just the weirdest thing. It's like they almost, it's like they were writing a story and then just kind of ended it. Like, it's not even, like, abrupt. It's just, yep, that was a big climactic battle at the end. You saved the world, but we still don't know why anything kind of happened. Like, for example, one of the main things, so you, you, you start the game off, the character cat falls from the sky, and she has amnesia. She doesn't remember who she is. And there's a couple hints to who, what, like, what her, like, title used to be, and they bring it up twice, and then they never end up being, like, telling you who you are, or where you're from, even, or why you have these powers, 
or why there's another girl that has these powers. Like, there's so many questions I could just list them off that I have no answer to. But, like, I'm, is it, does it trade that off for, like, atmosphere? Like, I would say Eco and Shadow of the Colossus kind of end in a vague, no. weird way, and you're supposed no. to kind of study it and think about it. This I just would not ends. say it's like that. Okay. Um... And yeah, that was just that was just really disappointing for the most part. Okay, was this a PlayStation Plus thing, or did you go? Yeah, and... I owned it. It is on PlayStation Plus as well, but I had picked it up beforehand because everyone was saying like, "This is the Vita game," and I will say like, seventy five percent of it, I, I was having a great time. Like I, I, I was talking before the game of the year. It probably would have ended up on my list if I finished it. I'm mm-hmm. kind of glad I didn't jump the gun because that ending really soured me to it. Okay, but um. But like I said, it's mainly up to those last two chapters, and then it kind of gets a little combat-heavy. So if you're already that far, you might as well finish it. But yeah, it's just a huge bummer that they don't answer any of these questions, and it's... yeah. Hmm. And, okay, worst part, though. A lot of the things that happen, it's like, we need to get Cat over to this area, or we need this thing to happen. So guess what? We'll just put a wizard in there, and magic. But- like, that's the answer to so many of the things. It's like, wait, why did this happen? Oh, because you're a wizard. Okay. Thanks. What? Why are you a wizard? Who are you? Like, oh, it's, yeah, weird. Anyway, uh, Wake Up Club mentioned that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep playing Wake Up Club for the rest of the year, I guess. Um, <laughs> okay. And then the one that I kind of do want to talk about, but not a ton, because I'm only about halfway through it, is Analog A Hate Story. Wait, what? So, do you remember Digital A Love Story? I do. This is the spiritual successor from Christine, Christine Love, the same person who made that game. Okay. Weirdly, th- yeah, Calvin French, who made The Real Texas, said that game was really cool. So it's Well, it's a visual novel. Hard. Like, 98% you're reading. Yeah, like but it, it kind of designs its interface around that, right? Because you're interfacing with a computer. Uh, you are, but the computer has, like, an anime girl, so you're more kind of talking to this anime girl. But she's an AI. She does say she's an AI, yes. So it's kind of like... Doesn't, she doesn't look like an AI or a computer-animated girl. She is just an anime girl. So it's kind of like Cortana. No, because Cortana looks like a computer girl. Oh, okay. And oh, so you're saying like, there's nothing, like, digital-ish about her. She no, it is a like picture a of an anime girl, and then there is text beside her. Oh, okay. So unless she described herself as, I'm a computer, you would yes, just assume which she she's does. a person. She says, hey, I'm an AI, thanks for turning me on. Okay. Um, and then you start reading forever. And I'm fine with it, I do like visual novels. Um, mm-hmm. Digital, a love story, is more about typing and kind of moving things around a little bit. Yeah. So I would say there's more gameplay than this one. This one is hard visual novel. Uh, I think it's 10 bucks right now, and normally I picked it up during the Steam sale for like 250 Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I I did enjoy a digital love story and I kind of wanted to see what more of that would be. So I'm only about 50% of the way through, uh, but I'm enjoying it. The story is definitely interesting. Um, the story is basically, if you think of like olden day, I guess, Korea, it would be where like women were kind of oppressed, you know, from a gender standpoint. Mm-hmm. And then what happens if like in the year, like, I don't know, 2300 or something. There was like, they took off into space because that's what everyone was doing. And then this one girl went into like cryo sleep and she woke up later on and things were all old fashioned again. And she didn't know that. So she was kind of being oppressed again. 
and you kind of get to hear her story and whatnot. Um, yeah, so it's definitely kind of a weird game. And uh, actually, I was looking up Christine Love's site, and she has another visual novel that she made in between these two that has a really long title, but it's a free download. I can't remember what it was, and that's all about, like, and it's way more anime high school kids, and I think it's about sexuality or something like that, so I'm going to look into that once I finish up Analog. Um, but for the time being, um, I don't know if I would pay 10 bucks for Analog, mm-hmm. uh, but it does seem interesting, and there's a number of different endings which seem quite interesting, um, and I think she's working on like a, a Analog Hate Plus, like a, a, an extended version of this game at the moment. Okay. Uh, no word on when that's coming up, but yeah, just kind of a weird thing. And I was, it was just kind of really night cool to see, like, oh wait, there's more from Digital Love Story. Cool. Yeah, I didn't know the two were connected for a long time. I played the demo for this a while ago, not knowing the connection, but I was like, wow, this is really similar to that other thing. But it's called right. this anime. Well, you know, if you look so at the know. names, it makes a lot of sense. Right. Yeah. So, just kind of a kind of a weird little game. Um. And I guess uh, I guess that's all I've really been playing. So let's move on to the news. All right, before we move okay. to the news, I ended up looking up. Uh, I am alive was in fact in the Microsoft House Party. The House, house Party came with, with what Warp, else? Uh, Nexus and Alan Wake's American Nightmare. I was thinking. I was thinking. Was that the one with Alan Wake? I just didn't say it. And I ended up buying like three, uh, two of those because I have Warp as well. Was Warp okay? No, I wasn't really into it. Yeah, I seem to remember everyone really liking Alan Wake, and that was about it. Alan Wake was, yeah, that's, that was the one, I guess. Alright, uh, news now? Yep. Seems to be a lot of it. Probably because we had a bit of a backup of news from... Yeah, because we missed a week because of Game of the Year. Yeah. So, let's start off with THQ Properties going on auction January 22nd. For, for reasons I don't entirely understand, the deal with Clear Lake was contested as happening too quickly as other creditors want a shot at buying some stuff at THQ. Yeah, this is uh, my write-up of it, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think what happened was that people were convinced it was being becoming an inside job, essentially. Like, it was a fixed bankruptcy buyout. Right. So, as a result, they've been contesting it to try to let other people actually try their hand at the buyout instead of Clear, Water, or Clear Lake, sorry, uh, essentially just making business as usual go on at THQ. Mm-hmm. So, like, was it also just, like, the investors, like, stockholders were like, wait, we can get more money elsewhere? Or is Potenti- that not kind potentially. of Potentially. Okay. I just, I guess apparently a lot of people are lining up to buy stuff. Well, they've got a lot of good IPs, too. so. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. And the one kind of brief add-on to that story I've heard since then is apparently Double Fine's looking to get costume quests and stacking back. I didn't realize which, those were published with THQ. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of an EA Partners type deal, but I guess, no, THQ actually owns those IPs, at least as far as Xbox Live is concerned, or whatever. And the thing with that, though, is like, kind of who would want to pick up those IPs, really? Yeah, so hopefully Double Fine can just walk in there and buy them, which would be kind of neat, but yeah. But this doesn't bode well for THQ continuing to exist, right? Like this, this... Um, they'll still exist, They're definitely, they'd get money from the sales regardless, it's just that they might not have all the IPs they did when they started. Okay. So like no Metro more Saints and Row. South Park are still coming out, right? Yeah. Well, South Park apparently was pretty like being produced basically without THQ's help anyway. Yeah, because so, Obsidian is working on it. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm not so sure. I, probably a similar story with Metro, but I don't know how either of those are going to do. 
Oh, and Company of Heroes is the big other one that they're hoping to release pretty soon. Get some get some sales. Were they doing a new Company of Heroes? I didn't realize. Yeah, that. Company of Heroes two is coming out. Oh, hopefully, nice. that is a good series. I enjoyed Company of Heroes. I own them all now well, cause because THQ. The, yeah, yeah, they were handing it out pretty much. But okay, there you go, THQ. Darksiders is probably over. I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe. All right, moving on from that. The PS2 has finally stopped making new consoles. Sony is no longer making brand new PS2s. Uh, this uh, this is almost like a month ago, I believe, that they finally stopped production in Japan. That's when I first like started hearing that had happened, but I guess there just wasn't a report from Sony over here as to whether that was true or not until rather recently. It's also been a couple so. of weeks since we did a real podcast. So. That, is, that is true, yeah. Yeah. Man. But I, I I saw like totally unconfirmed baseless like whisperings of that on Reddit like yeah about a month ago, but I guess it's legit. So, 150 million. I can't I can't believe it sold that much. That it's not the is it the best selling system or is it like the second best? Because I think the Game Boy beats it out or something like that. Or DS or something. There was some. some I know it's beaten my handheld system. That's all I remember. Yeah, I, I was looking at 360, like, that only apparently is at 70 million, so that should give some perspective as to how big a deal PS2 was. But it was also the DVD machine for a lot of people, so... Sure. Right. I, it is my DVD player in my room currently. All right. Primarily just use my PS3 for everything. Mm, mine's out in the living room, so I don't have that luxury. I'm just loading up a list of the best-selling game consoles... All right. Well, while you're doing that, I'm gonna move on. Oh, this next story is yours, Nathan. <laughs> okay, sorry. It's just it seems the DS actually is slightly below, if this is to be believed. So. So is the, the PS2 the best selling, or is Game as Boy of, above it? It says it's number one, but it looks like DS will probably eclipse it rather soon. Game Boy is in third place with 118.69 million. Okay. Never mind. Um. Yeah. So DS though still exists and probably won't not exist for a while, so it's probably going to be number one by the end of this all. Um. Oh yes, the 2013 IGF nominees happened, which, yeah, that includes some pretty great stuff such as Cart Life. Guys, did you play Cart Life yet? No. All right. Speaking of which, John, did you play Hotline Miami like you had mentioned last week? Never got a chance. Okay. I have been so busy this past week. Okay, it's also nominated for a handful, as is um, Space Team, Little Inferno, Frog Fractions. Uh, that got an honorable mention, but yeah. Also some other stuff I haven't checked out yet, like Kentucky Route Zero, a lot of people are talking about. There's only one episode out so far. It's some manner of weird adventure game. Uh, bad Hospital. Or no, sorry, Bad Hotel. So, a little different. I haven't even heard of that one. Bad Hotel? Yeah, it was nominated for audio. Oh, Dysphoria got nominated for excellence in narrative that was that was the thing i played but yeah um igf they're pretty cool i guess that award show happens at gdc so that's when we'll know who won but there's some good games on there uh yeah pokemon moving on, moving on new pokemon, pokemon was announced so Woo! how excited are you sean because you're the resident pokemon expert um I'm excited. It's a 3DS Pokemon game. Brand new Pokemans. So, Generation 6. New, new, yep. Pokemon X and Pokemon Y. October. Now, why do you think they're doing X and Y as the names? Because those are opposites, I guess. No, they're not. I have so, no idea. 
I uh, saw some great observations on Twitter that's just like, you know, it's just that you insert a variable anyway, so they just decided to be transparent about it. Put the variables right there. See, I've X seen a couple y. different ideas, like uh, it's the X and Y axis for like, because it's a 3D game. So like the combined oh, okay. game. Would that be the Z axis? Well, that would be the third game. That would be the combined game is what I was saying. It's Pokemon Z. Exactly. Cool. Another idea was male and female. Another idea was uh, this one seems to be dealing with the body a lot, so you could say it's like gender separation. I don't know. Wait, why, how does this deal with the body? Like <sighs> apparently, the design of the legendaries they've shown so far show like one shows off the the blood system or like circulatory. Yeah, the circulatory oh. system. The other one shows off like muscles and bone, and the next one's supposed to be like. I don't know, bone or steel or oh, steel. Jeez, that's totally in the body. I can't remember the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, steel implants. Really. Yeah, I don't know, but you know, new Pokemon. So sure, I'll play it. What do you think of the starters? Um, uh, they're gonna start my Pokemon game. Do you like the designs? Is what I'm asking. Oh, that fire one looks cool. Yeah, a lot of people seem to be really positive about it this time, which is weird because usually there's always complaining. Yeah, I don't care because it's Pokemon, so as long as it plays, who cares what it looks like? That's how De- I kind of... <laughs> no, I agree. Demanding, demanding audience, the Pokemon fans. They, you know. Why isn't Dante's hair white? Yeah. Don't huh? even get me Why, started. Where's the outrage? Don't even get me started. All right. Steambox stuff kind of happened at CES last... Like two weeks. There was all sorts of weird stuff swirling around about this. Like, I did read the Verge interview with Gabe... Um, but, yeah, I don't know where to really begin. I guess the official Valve-created thing hasn't been revealed yet, really, right? Right. The one He's that was at CES was by XI3, which yeah. Valve was help fund. Right. So it seems what it's going to be is there's going to be a series of Steam boxes, or with the with boxes that say Steam on them for mm-hmm. your TV. Which are some manner of, like, modular PCs that do streaming stuff, seems to be... Right. What's going some on? Some will do streaming. Some will you can like run full Windows on it if you mm-hmm. want. You could do, you could make it a PC for games. What was the Nvidia thing that everyone was making fun of? The Nvidia Shield. I didn't look into. I'm not sure. That is uh, a handheld system that okay. runs Android games, but you can also stream PC games to it. Okay. Okay. But okay. so there's a lot coming out of CES, yeah. which is kind of weird because mo- usually there's not anything important coming out of CES for games. For games, usually there's nothing of importance, but this yeah, year was right. ridiculous. So that Valve had that kind of spotlight was kind of kind of neat. Um, I'm trying to think really what he said. Like obviously, like Linux, apparently Windows will be able to go on it rather easily. So yeah, don't freak it's, out it's about gonna that. It's going to be an open box. Ah, uh, what else? Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what this. Are either of you interested stuff. in a dedicated PC for your TV? Well, yes, actually, probably. Okay. Because well, maybe I don't know. Because I I'm not because I just bought a PC and I'm okay putting that beside my TV. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think it really depends. If you're the kind of person who just builds like your own machines and stuff like that, or you just spent money on a new PC that can do all that anyways, then it's not a big deal. Right. For, well, a, lot, for you, a lot of people, I'm asking both of you. I look at it as if they, Valve is essentially making a home console. Right. Just so, are under you, the would you TV prefer to get their built one, or would you rather make your own, like you personally? It's a lot less. Or hassle. buy, or buy just a PC. It's a lot less hassle and presumably cheaper, but you'd have to probably keep upgrading it. So I don't know. I'm that, I'm on the fence. That's I think kind it's of good, the thing. I think it's a good idea for standard consumers, well. though. It's a great idea for standard consumers. Like, yeah, this past year, I've only now moved my PC to my TV at all, and it's it's like 
it's a terrible setup, really, by any person's standard. If I took a photo of all the cables and crap I'm dealing with right now, it'd just be sad. So I think this is kind of for someone like me, who is like, I just don't want to hassle. Give me the thing. It plays Steam, right? It's got all the Steam. Okay, good. And then I can play Miasmata on my TV, on my couch, and it won't be a problem. So provided that's what this provides, that that's great. So, yeah. I'm I'm intrigued, but how far out is this thing anyway? It's it's not going to be soon. It'll be a while. I, yeah. I don't think they actually set a date. I'd imagine like by fall at the earliest. Yeah, I'm, I'll say fall is when we start getting some something like a first generation something with this drops. Yeah, but still, it's neat to have this much details at all. Like it was kind of surprising to see him speak that candidly about it. So yeah. Um, I don't know anything about this next story. There's there's a new... There's Yeah, they seem to be trying to do another Nintendo magazine. Okay, yeah, so Nintendo Power went down. Yeah. Uh, last issue came out December. We all have a copy of it. Two Nathan copies. Nathan has two, because he's crazy. No, because I, I care about value. history. Makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Oh, all right. I have foresight, Sean. <laughs> um, but and a lot of people were big fans of Nintendo Power, and they wanted to make a spiritual successor. So people are coming from a bunch of Nintendo-specific sites, like uh, Go Nintendo, uh, Nintendo 3DS Blog, I believe someone from IGN's involved, uh, the artist from Brawl and the Family is also involved, and they've started a new magazine called Nintendo Force. Mm-hmm. So you can get either the digital version, which is $5, or $17 for a digital version, along with an actual printed version. So you can still That's have good. You can still they get should, physical magazines. They magazine. should be selling digital with their print. Yeah, for no, that everything is, that's a book. That Look is at smart. that cost, though. That is twelve dollars for a physical magazine. Well, you have to keep them. It's because they don't have a publisher. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly why. Do you think this will really continue past a certain point, or is this kind of a weird? If enough people are interested, either okay, any of us, will you buy the digital copy? Because I know anyone will get the print one. No, I'm debating. I like all the people involved, but I don't. I'm not really the kind of person who would get a magazine like that. It's like, I need some Nintendo news. What? All of the news is free now. I don't I don't understand. But yeah. Right. Like, there's a reason Nintendo Power died. Like, I, I was nostalgia for it and everything. It, yeah, it's not going to last. So, I raise my eyebrow and go, huh? At this story. It's kind of weird. But at this point, like, if the digital one succeeds, because I can't see, like, hardly anyone... I'm, I'm, some people will, but like not even remotely near the numbers that the digital is going to get. Right, like I'm saying, like on a percentage-based, the majority, vast majority will be getting just the digital one. Mm-hmm. And at that point, if you're getting just a digital PDF, you are paying for inter- for something that you could turn the internet on for. Like, at this point, Kotaku is right beside you. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. So, just kind of weird. It's, like, this is... I don't see anyone new purchasing this, right? Like, this is just nostalgic people. Yeah, mostly people who were into Nintendo Power will be getting this. So, just kind of a weird thing. But yeah, if you do want some Nintendo Force magazine, the first issue has Fire Emblem on the front. So, good on them. Yeah. It's a good place to start with. Yeah. Hopefully. Moving on. The Joe Biden violence in the media stuff has stirred up that pot of discussion again. This was, yeah, my basic appraisal of the situation. Um, I guess Vice President Joe Biden was kind of inviting video game creators to talk about the issue of whether or not video games have some sort of impact on violent behavior. Um, and a lot of bloggers and media types got pretty angry about it right away. 
It's just like, if you even go to the meeting, you're basically accepting some responsibility. Don't do it. And I, I don't know. That's up is, for debate, I guess. Is it just people being upset because, like, other countries that have the exact same media the U.S. does does not have the same problem? Yeah, like, there's a lot of people pointing out, like, it's just, like, it's obviously not just media stuff because America has really different gun laws and much more access to assault weapons, so shouldn't you be focusing on that? So, you know, you could, I guess you can definitely kind of be like, well, which is really the core problem? It's probably not, you know, games and movies and whatever, but I think, I, I, I'm, I'm personally of the opinion, like, it can't hurt to ask questions about it, like, you know, kind of be like, is this really, has no impact whatsoever? How do we know? Maybe we should look at it. Do you feel a little more amped up when you play Dead Island without the, you know, HUD on? You feel like kicking something? I do. So maybe it does have an impact. I don't know. I play stuff like that to get that out of my system, kind of like get the rage out. That's the thing. Like it might well be therapeutic because it puts you in a weird kind of yeah, it's a way to get extreme place. But I don't do any of these. Don't you play play games because they're fun? Well, I do that too. But but Sean, should killing stuff be fun? Maybe you're the sickest of us all. Ooh. Ooh, see, turn around. Yeah, maybe, maybe because it's, it's like second nature to me. It's yeah, just so it's natural. just like, yeah. I chainsawed that dude, what? I don't know, well, that's normal, right? These days just gonna snap and just start hitting people with right. oars. yeah, no, like, I can, I can handle it so well, I can just kill someone in real life. Yep. The, oh, see, that's it. probably why you didn't get so amped up about Hotline Miami, because it's just like, yeah, whatever, that's like Thursday. That's just everything. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, oh. I eat Hotline Miami for breakfast. Yeah, so, like, I'm like, wow, this is so crazy, and you're just like, no, nah, whatever, it's not even a thing. So, you should play Manhunt. I'll lend yeah, you a geez, copy. Have you even killed a man? I thought not. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. This is just a, like, controversial thing that was happening on the internet that pertains to video games, so I thought I'd bring it up. There was another one of those, though, that is much more easy to summarize. Uh, speaking of Dead Island, pretty much. Torsos. Oh, you're going to go into the Dead Island? I thought you were going to talk about the NRA's game. No, that was great, though. That was such an ironic thing, because a few weeks ago, they were basically throwing games under the bus along with everyone else as being a big problem, and then they released a shooting game on iOS. Rated ages four and up. Yeah, but I guess it's, you're probably on a range or something. Like, they've done crappy it, it, it's, it games It is like before. a range shooting target practice game. You can right, do, like, and it's been updated like to not be four and up recent, just over the last couple of days. After oh. After cry, not surprise. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just remember there was also NRA Gun Club, which was like a PS2 budget title that was just in dump-ins some years ago, so this is not the first time, but yeah. But anyway, so yeah, I was saying Dead Island gets my blood up, it makes me a little crazy, that's true. Um, Riptide, which is basically a sequel? Like, it's mm-hmm. a full-blown sequel, yeah? It's, it had, they, they released a bunch of details on the collector's editions and stuff. There was one regional one. This was only supposed to ever come out in the UK. I think that... Australia was also getting it. Oh, okay. But all, all I know is that like, it did not pertain to That's most of the people getting upset. But territory to pick? Yeah. Um, They were going to get a weird, bloody torso statue thing. Which oh, was... Of a lady. Bikini of a lady. lady without her heads or arm. Yeah, bikini lady without her heads or arm. Which, like, I guess the defense on their side was, you can do that in the game. Like, our users were doing that a lot. They were hacking up people and resulting in bloody torsos. <laughs> so we decided to celebrate that fact and make a statue of it. Which really didn't go over well with, like, everybody. So Understandably. It's nothing like putting a severed torso with 
boobs it's, just on your desk. Yeah, like it's just like, dude. Wait, are you're you saying s- my boob mouse is not appropriate? <laughs> See, that's the. It reminded well, your boob, me of your boob mouth is clothed, or boob mouse is clothed, isn't it? And it's also alive and not bloody. Not my special edition boob mouse pad. <laughs> this did bring to mind my like Catherine pillowcase and stuff like that, like on the question of weird sexist promotional stuff. This one's probably bothered more people just because of the violence. As, you, sli- as you lay on it right now? No, I put it back in the pizza box. But, yeah. I, I did look at it yesterday as kind of an illustration. Just to be like, how weird did that get? And I was looking through the art just book again. Just beside your Bayonetta posters? I do have a tube full of Bayonetta posters. That's also true. <laughs> um, but this one included violence. It was like sexualizing violence, which bothered people extra more. So... I, I think it's not going to happen now because Deep Silver apologized. They, they actually never stated they weren't going to sell it. Though is the only thing. I know they're like, we're sorry, we're we're sorry, you got all upset. We're sorry, and you're yeah, just like, oh, are you still going to sell it though? Um, well, we're sorry. Yeah, we said we were sorry. So the important thing is we're sorry. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Now this it's is... twice the price. I don't know. <laughs> I'd also heard some comparisons to the Venus de Milo as a justification. Like it's That's just like you, you offered it or someone else did. No, I've heard that on Twitter and stuff. Like it's just like, hey, you know, severed arms—that's a thing in art. So Venus de Milo also had a head. It did have a head and, and legs. Well, is that the problem here? The head. Yeah, that's well, the grossest part. The, the blood part. is more like it. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, it's it's a pretty gruesome thing. Like it definitely reminded me of the Itchy the Killer special edition. Had like this weird bag of like gooey blood stuff, but again, because it's on a corpse segment. It kind of upset people. Yeah, I don't know. I just who wants this? Like I don't know. Like I have the target audience for this. Like, where would you put that? You can't put that anywhere where people can see it. Not, not really. Yeah, like it's just like you. Like that demands explanation as soon as you enter the room. It's just like, what is that? Why do you have that? Oh, it's fair. Most people like the collector stuff. They they're hard to explain as it is. Mm -hmm. But if it's like a, a statue of like a guy with a sword or something, like I understand, sure, but like. I, I don't have to explain why, like, like the Halo helmet is not not really. Yeah, like, no, I, yeah, I'm not justifying it with that mentality. Torso. I'm just stating, like, it's not. It is probably the worst kind of gaudiest thing like that. But there are other weird, stupid, gaudy collector's edition things that people have a hard time explaining. Yeah, like I have this a five-headed a severed corpse. Yeah, like, I have a five-headed dragon sitting next to me, and like a weird, like action figures and whatever on this shelf, but. Yeah, this one's much more upsetting instantly. So, yeah, Deep Silver. I would just, I just want to know, like, who's looking at that going, oh, sweet, pre-order. <laughs> I don't know. Done. Yeah. I want. I hope, like, GameStops in the UK have posters of this on their door. <laughs> you can get it for pre-order. Pre-order now and get one of these. Mm-hmm. Before they're off the market forever. Like, the most controversial special edition ever. You know, yeah, they go. That's, That's the thing. Like, even though th- like this was yelled at and everything, it did get a lot of people talking about Dead Island Riptide. Ironically, so did they do their job? Was anyone actually looking at that game poorly? I don't no. think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe people just didn't you like, like the Dead first Island. Dead Island. No, I know. Like, I did go to the. I guess it was at PAX. They did a show of that new one, and I was kind of seeing what, how they tweaked it and whatever. But it's more just. They managed to spark this conversation a few months in anticipation of the game's release. PR justified. You know, good job. Yep. Upsetting, but got the word out. Um, this last one again, I don't, I didn't know about this. 
John. What's happening? This last one is... So the PC version of Halo 2 is yeah. the servers are being shut down next month? They were still running? Yeah. They shut down the Xbox one a while back, if you remember that. Yeah, at least two years ago. And uh, But the PC one is still going. That's insane. That's awesome. Halo how, 2. How is that still going? It was the Xbox, you know, you could get achievements in that game. But not for long. So, get ready. The yeah. PC version wasn't even that good from what I heard compared to the... Uh... Actually, no, you're right. I heard the port of the first one was really good, but yeah. the second one, reviews were pretty tepid on it. It was just like, eh. It was also like, I think Halo 3 came out when the Halo 2 PC port came out. It I was believe that's what it was. Late to the party, yeah. I, th- I think it was the same year. Um. Yeah, no, that sounds right. But yep, yeah, that's it, but no more. The I guess 20 people were still playing it? Is that what... That is this? nuts! There just were... kind of on average, it was around 20, yeah. Yeah, a couple dozen people still weigh into the So do you think Halo someone 2. holds it out like they did on the Xbox One? Like yeah. just tries no, to that, prolong now people, it? Now there's notes about it, people, more people will be logging on just to enjoy that. Yeah. Right, but I just mean like, because one guy held on to the Xbox One after the server shut for like a month. Yeah, like just kept a server open and a game right. going. So do you think people do that again just to be like, well, it worked before? Maybe they can try it. I, I'm, I don't think they'll have the same success rate this time, but... I think someone does try it, though. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And that's it. All right. Questions, emails, comments, etc. Guess I'm reading it out. Okay. <laughs> just I was reading some news stories, too. I wasn't sure. I was just right. jumping in there. That's cool. All right. This one comes to us by Mario64Mario. Uh, Sup, guys. Which starter would each of you choose from Pokemon X and Y? Now, Nathan, do you have you even seen the starters? Uh, I just looked at it, but then I closed it. I'll take a look while you guys come up with answers. I am thinking the Firefox. I kind of like the Firefox too. I'm My gonna go with favorite web browser. I like this Toad. The the water one. Yeah. The Crokey, I think, is what its name is. I, I'm seeing Froki. Froki. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Gosh, John. Jeez. <laughs> I'm sorry. For as much as I clearly care about Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Something about this green one is just too silly. I don't know. But this I Toad... I, like, I liked Snivy in uh, Gen 5. He looked nice. Yeah, that was my favorite for Gen 5. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not... Uh, keep in mind, I'm not that invested. It's more just like, which looks like the funniest creature. This Toad looks pretty silly. It almost looks like there's a collar or something. Fun- just Wait, white. funniest or most powerful and best friend worthy? Uh, Funniest. <laughs> That's 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 the primary. Can you have a Pokemon journey with this Pokemon, or would you just make fun of it the entire time? Ah, I can't really say. I probably won't play this game. But Toads, Frogs, whatever. Frogies. Battle Toads. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you think of the fire slash fighting theory? Do you think that'll happen again with X and Y? For those who don't know what that is, for the third, fourth, and fifth gens, the fire type stars have always been fire slash fighting. I didn't even know that until he sent this in. So, I have no idea, but that is What was the one for second gen? Fire and ground? No, it was bird. It was Torchic. No, second gen was Cyndaquil. You're right. I'm thinking third. So, that would... I guess ground, yeah. Ground. Yeah. Because, yeah, third was turned into... uh, Torchic turned into Blaziken or whatever. So, that way, that was fighting? Oh, I guess it was. Yeah, Blaziken was fighting. And fourth was... The Chimchar. Right. Okay. And whatever and Chim, whatever Chimchar turned into. Pig. Yeah. 
Okay. A tepid yeah, pig. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't look like a fighting, but you know, who knows what it'll evolve into. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people. I, I I found pointed out that a lot of the fire starters, or all of them actually, are based off of the Chinese zodiac. Oh, like a pig and a monkey yeah. and a bird. Yeah. Wait, chicken? No. Torchic chicken. Rooster. Rooster. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, fox. So is there a fox? Fo- fox is related to dog, so like there a lot of them are the same genus or same species. Is there a lizard? Uh, dragon. I think there, yeah, I think there's something okay. like dragon. What is Cyndaquil? I don't remember. A rat. Cyndaquil, I think it's considered a rat. It's a porcupine, right? Cyndaquil? Yeah. It's considered part of the rat series. Oh. I read it on okay. Digital Gaming a couple days ago, so. Alright. Alright, that's it from Mario 64. Mario, uh, this is coming to us from Ronan. Hey guys, just finished all five episodes of the Walking Dead game. Would you suggest going back through it and making different choices, or does it all kind of play out the same in the end? It plays out exactly the same in the end. That's the point. Yeah, I think there's only like slight differences, like whatever people you have alive or dead. No, it plays out exactly the same in the end. Literally? Jeez. Literally. It is a diamond-shaped game, so... That's kind of disappointing. Well, uh, no. y- yeah. <laughs> well, basically, my thing was playing through it again made that really clear to me. So, no, don't play it again. Maybe I'm playing through it again, and it's great. Okay. Or I'm... maybe if you're looking at it as movie, do you want to watch that movie again? Then maybe. depends on how good. The but movie he's doing is. different choices, so it'd be a different movie. Slight, like yeah, the DVD, slightly different. Maybe putting movie. the DVD on shuffle and watching the chapters out of order. Or it's kind of like, you know, Ridley Scott's Blade Runner. There's different cuts. So you're watching a different cut of the same thing, but it ends the same. I don't know how to really compare it. But for me, going through it multiple times kind of made the magic dissipate and go away. But maybe I'm just cynical and weird. I don't know. So, yeah. I'd I'd suggest giving it a break at the very least. Don't play it right away again. Yeah, I could see that being a fatigue thing. Yeah. Same with Indigo Prophecy and stuff. That that kind of I gorged too much on it too soon, and it kind of did weird things. So yeah. Anyway, that that's it for questions. Uh, where it. do they send those? Uh, they send it to our email, topdownperspective at gmail dot com. You can also send it to us on Twitter, TDP Podcast, or is it TDP underscore Podcast? That's just TDP Podcast. Okay. And you can also mention do it on our Facebook as well, Top Down Perspective. You'll see a group for us. You can send us questions there, and every now and then we'll throw up polls or answer your questions. You can click like on it if you want, if you like it. Yep. Uh, we are also on iTunes if you don't follow us on there. I think we have an RSS feed hooked up to that. And our main page. I don't know how, I don't know how most people are actually listening to Top Down Perspective. I don't know if they just go through our Twitter I link. I think they or... actually go through our main page, which is bizarre to me. But... I think that's because we keep linking it on Twitter. But I'm not... Yeah, I guess, but I just... Okay. Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm kind of curious. It is on iTunes, though, so you can go and listen and subscribe. You can subscribe mm-hmm. on iTunes. Whatever. All the all the hits go back to that main page, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Either way, yeah. I'm glad you guys enjoyed Top Down Perspective uh, as we're coming close to our second anniversary. Yay! Woo! We will throw a party where we remember all our greatest events from Top Down Perspective, which is us just making fun of each other. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, basically. Yeah. So, really, it's going to be like a two-minute retrospective, if even. No, we've totally been making fun of each other a lot, so it's like a 500-hour five, perspective. Five days. Yep. Game of the week. Ooh, oh, right. yeah. I forgot. Okay. Uh, DMC. 
I'm going to go with Karatika because it's the only one that I played all the way through and didn't crash on me or disappoint me. So Wait, I thought you said not, not hundreds? disappointed you. Hmm? Not hundreds? No. I That got frustrating for screen-related reasons. So Karatika is perfectly suited to its platform, the iPhone, and okay. it's okay. Uh, and mine... Mechner. Like... I, I didn't, I didn't really play Forza this week or anything. That was like two weeks ago. Um, I, like I played the most Gravity Rush, but that ending soured me, so I'll give it to Analog. Okay, Analog, a hate release. story. Yep. On Steam, check it out. Ten bucks, or wait for a sale. Like put it in your wish list, like I did, and then wait for a sale. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. It was in a, it was on in the Indie Royale bundle back in, in summer of last year. Mm. Oh, there is a new one of those, I guess, as well. It has robots in it. Indie Royale, yeah. Last. I found a site that just lists off all the bundles at all the times. That's I think probably, it's just IndieGameBundles.com. It's probably a good site. This one's the Snowstorm Bundle. So, yeah, check that out. Uh, that's it for this week, so... We'll be back next week. Hopefully my internet connection will be better. Yeah. This was annoying. Oh, we got through it either way. We did. I dropped nine times. You actually counted? Well, every time I wrote back on the chat. Oh, that makes sense. So, anyway. We'll be back next week. See you guys. See you then. Bye.